The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Another shout out to all the friendos who joined us last night for uh, Takeover In Your House live. That was a lot of fun, and then our recap afterwards, that's available right now if you want to hear 20 minutes of us talking about how we feel Karrion Cross probably shouldn't be there in NXT uh, and uh, what we think is going to happen with, with the Samoa Joe stuff. We do have a bit more info about that. Yes. Real quick reminder, though, uh, this Sunday, of course, we're going to be doing our Hell in a Cell live reactions, uh, so that should be a lot of fun. The Enforcer, my, my, uh, my title is going to be back on the line. Uh, I'm just defending the, these titles all the time, man. I got my impact one back there. Successful defense. I mean, AEW. Shiny back there. Month ago. Not even a month ago. A couple weeks ago. Successful defense. WWE regained it. No. Retained it. No. Trio's retained, title. Yes. Regained it. Yeah. Last night. A takeover. Strong weekend for Steve. Strong. Thanks to uh, some, uh, some ties. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what is dominant, dominant victories via ties, you know, man, squeaking by by the skin of my teeth. 
You're I'm like okay. The, you're like with a cowardly it. heel champ at this juncture. I'm what they used to call a chicken shit heel, Larson. Yes, <laughs> and I'm totally yes. fine with that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, do we have some? You're going to retain versus a tie uh, uh, at some point and do the Seth Rollins. Yeah, exactly. It's good. Yeah, it's my. Uh, I'm going to have my big WrestleMania moment. Some people want to stack bodies. I just want to. I just want to tie things up. You just want to coast. Yeah, I want to coast exactly. Anyways, what's our first bit of de- – oh, before we get started on the news, hey, give us a thumbs up. That'd be awesome. You'd be a great person if you That'd did be that. Uh, That'd be great. Anyways, what's up What's up first here in the news today? Uh, first, you mentioned Smo, Joe. You mentioned TakeOver. That was kind of the talk of TakeOver was uh, NXT GM William Regal uh, after uh, the main event concluded, suggesting that some changes were going to come to the black and gold brand. Yes, that's what correct. these changes are, we don't know. Is he going to step down? That was kind of the inference when he – said changes need to happen he turns around and walks away or he's going to bring someone in to help control the chaos that has been a problem for regal of late and uh could a former nxt champ be a part of this change so let's go back to last late last friday fifle select by the way what should you do with fifle select go Go subscribe. subscribe go subscribe you get wrestling news right to your email it's fantastic uh so fifle select had a report that suggested that Samoa Joe could be heading back to NXT, even noting, noting sorry, that NXT officials confirmed to them that Joe had been at the Performance Center just last week. Um, today, PW Insider is reporting that, quote, Samoa Joe is back with World Wrestling Entertainment after being released this past April. Joe will be working exclusively for the NXT brand. And they add that, quote, Triple H snack, snatched him back as soon as possible. And the reason why is because, quote, Triple H was not happy and wanted him back in NXT as opposed to being elsewhere outside of WWE's auspices. PW Insider continues, quote, the belief is that while he could wrestle at some point, that is not the goal here. And Joe will instead focus more on non-wrestling duties with the tease that there needs to be a change declared by William Regal. And maybe that Joe ends up in the general manager role or in the role of that as an enforcer. For Regal. Mm, he's going to have his own Stevie Bradley. Awesome. It seems like. Uh, so, additionally, Fightful Select is reporting that Triple H wanted to bring in more talents released over the last year plus to NXT, with Fightful noting that, quote, one of the recently released stars pitched for a return to NXT, but they were shot down. Um, so, you know, there was uh, too many releases to really speculate too much on that point. Because that could have been any number of uh, people. Alistair mm-hmm. Black, Tommy End, had mentioned on his Twitch stream that WWE seemed to be receptive to a return to NXT while he was with the company still on main roster. But according to him, they wanted to give a couple more ideas a try there on main roster. Hence, we got um, the Dark Father stuff, the kick to Big E's head, and then he disappeared. And then. And then goodbye. Yeah. So uh, who knows if if there was uh, an epilogue to that particular story that he just didn't uh, didn't uh, uh, pony up to. But um, yeah, who knows? Um, as far as Samoa Joe coming back to NXT, uh, he had a great run with 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 NXT. You know, before he got called to main roster, was champ. Is my favorite moments ever when Dan made the a much hyped debut. He makes his way to the ring. Samoa Joe destroys him. Oh, it was great. And after that, we hear the the now famous line, Regal, get better security. What what a perfect way to bring that whole thing full circle. Yeah. Then by having Joe come in to be at the least Regal's enforcer, if not new general manager, 
like Regal, he's been a fantastic GM in NXT. I don't want him to leave. Um, he, he, he adds such a one, such wonderful depth to the authority figure that is often lacking on the main roster. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, but if he's got Joe by his side as the enforcer, making sure people stay in line. Yeah. We know what Joe can do. Yeah. He's one of the most intimidating guys on the mic there is. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, man. And just imagine him getting on Adam Cole when yeah. he gets out of line. I know. Carrying Cross oh, when he gets man. out of line. And here's the thing. You know, if, if, if there's hope that Joe can maybe come back, every one of these interactions, you're like, oh, if Joe can come back. I know. This dude. is going to be a match. I know. You know? I know. I'm, I'm really coming around to it. If it was in a wrestling capacity, um, yeah, there's still a ton of dream matches there. Uh but given that for the foreseeable future, if this report is true, it seems like it's going to be a non-wrestling capacity. I'm really excited for this if it pans out. Um, I really look forward to it. Uh, and it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's my, as a fan, it's my preferred choice. Uh, I am high on NXT. The idea of him, like you said, you know, trying to keep Adam Cole in place, uh, Karrion Cross, all those guys, trying to keep them, you know, the way his interactions with the way is going to be great. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I I'm really looking forward to this. I hope it does pan out. But ultimately, what you said is correct. William Regal is one of my favorite characters in wrestling. And the idea of Joe, I mean, this does very much remind me of, well, to a degree, you know, when Vince McMahon brought in the NWO to sort of blow up the place. Well, this is obviously different, but it's like Regal has to bring in the guy that sort of like kicked off the whole things are out of control, you know, because mm -hmm. before that you didn't see a whole lot of that. Joe was the guy running around doing that stuff to Dan Matha driving by saying exactly what you mentioned. Hey, you need better security. And you really see things over the past five years or six years now uh, escalate to a point where Regal is just like he's, he's in over his head. Yeah. And, uh, and so he has to turn to the guy that, you know, it sort of kick things off. So there is a wonderful bit of, storytelling symmetry here. Um, and then, yeah, if he's able to, the moment he's able to wrestle again, uh, if that, if, you know, if that ends up being something that does happen, uh, yeah, there will be all sorts of stories in place because of his time now as enforcer, if that's the case. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that they can do here, and, and I'm pretty excited by this. I'm not sure I'd want him as an authority figure in AEW or, I mean, what, what would he do in new Japan? Even, you know, there's nothing there for yeah. him to do if he can't wrestle. Um, so NXT, I'm glad that it, I think one of the more interesting aspects of this is the idea that triple H has the authority to go and get people who have been released and bring them back to NXT. This is sort of the mm -hmm. first time I can think of that. I mean, he brought in drew McIntyre, but that's sort of, I always felt that that, that was, was okay. Years later. It, it was, was years later, though, you know, it was years later. Yeah, that's a good point, too. That was years later. He had gone out on the indie, on the independent scene and completely re transformed into a different human being. And so it was basically like he was getting a brand new, very hot wrestler who was just familiar with their system. And I always felt that his run in NXT was basically to service him going to main roster anyways. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is kind of a this is kind of a new I, I can't think of a time unless somebody else can come up with one where. Somebody gets released, and then immediately Triple H is like, "No, that's no, I'm bringing him back into my fold." That's mm -hmm. interesting, you know. I, I would yeah, have figured if somebody was released from WWE before they did that, they'd be like, "Okay, well, let's explore all the options here." Yeah, evidently not. 
and it's interesting to see that that Triple H to a degree is a certain level of autonomy in NXT. Right. Yeah. Do this kind of stuff. You kind yeah. of were unsure whether hiring and whatnot was still even under the greater WWE umbrella. But if you know Triple H has a budget to work under, and, and so long as he operates under that budget, you know he kind of has free reign in terms of hiring, firing expansion yada yada a couple uh, people here mentioning yeah drake maverick that was also yeah yeah, yeah right after he year, was yeah. released uh he cut that that great promo and triple h evidently felt hey i can i'm curious to know if the story was kind of the same you know like triple h saw that and was like hey i want to bring him here or was it more of a hey i'm not sure we as a company should release this guy given the fan response to his promo and what he can still do. There's some options in NXT. I don't know. I, and I'm curious to know, you know, again, this is one of those things where you're curious to know what the business, uh, uh, you know, dealings are, uh, contrary to Triple H's belief that we shouldn't be. <laughs> hey, listen, son of your business. Why do you let this, why do you let this happen? It's going to ruin your own, why are you ruining your own experience? Triple H, I'm trying to enhance my experience. I have a greater understanding about how these stories are put together. Yeah. Don't. Just stop. Right. You don't want to enhance your experience. You're lessening your experience. Trust me. I'm the game. No, but listen, Mark. Like there's movie commentary. Why don't you do commentary for matches? Paul. Mark, Mark commentary. That's what it is. Who wants to who wants to listen to how a movie's made? Why well, you just watch the movie? I don't watch Captain. Watch I don't want to see like, Captain America against the green that. screen. I want to see him fighting Thanos. But don't you want to know how he fights Thanos when Thanos isn't actually there? No, Thanos goes over. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So let's talk about this is kind of non-news. This is kind of what you expect to be, but we need stuff to talk about. So we'll talk about this. Um, so on Sunday's edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer said the following about future face turns for AEW WWE's top heels, respectively. These transcripts from WrestlingNews.co quote: Roman Reigns and Kenny Omega are essentially the same character in the sense that they are heels for 
and they're not even close to the same character. They are heels who are being groomed to be the top babyface star down the line of their promotion. WB is, or sorry, AEW is at least trying to book in a way to make the matches exciting. WB is trying to book Roman Reigns and tell you, eh, it doesn't matter. He's going to kill that guy. Which again, I don't think is necessarily the case. Um, I don't, and I don't know why they want Kenny Omega to be the next top babyface when they got Hangman Page right there. That who they really should be building up to be the next top babyface because if Kenny's going to turn face again, then either Jericho or Mox has to turn heel. Yeah. Anyways. So, WrestlingNews.co offered up some more info on a potential Reigns face turn, stating that a source has told them that, quote, Vince doesn't want to portray Roman as a cowardly heel who gets his ass kicked 50% of the time. He's the guy who will carry the company for the next few years, and Vince sees him as a top priority. Protect Roman at all costs. If the idea that Dave Meltzer is getting at is they have booked Kenny Omega in a manner that makes you think there's any doubt that he's going to win these matches, I don't know what he's watching. Because yeah. since Kenny's been champion, I've never once thought there wasn't any chance that he was going to lose any of these matches. The only question I think I had was, okay, are they going to wonk any of the finishes to him winning all the titles? And they didn't. You know, with the Rich Swan thing, it was, was you know, he, he, Clean, beat, yeah. he beat Rich Swan. With I mean, the Moose. difference, I think, yeah, there was interference, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. I mean, we knew I mean, going, Roman, going into Daly's place. It's like, oh, well, you, you called it. The Young Bucks are there. The Young yeah. Bucks are there. So we know yeah. how that's going to happen. There's no yeah, the so matches are great. Kenny Omega yeah. is a world class wrestler. I kind of feel like the storytelling in the matches for Roman Reigns is really damn good too. It is really good. And apart, except from the last what two months, Mania and onward, like basically every Roman match ended with Jay interfering on his behalf. Yeah, yeah. So it's not yeah. like the idea is that Roman is going to come and just destroy everybody. Yeah. That's been a just since WrestleMania, basically. Yeah. Where it's, he's learned that, okay, I can win these matches easily mm-hmm. on my own. Yeah. It's all really good stuff. I just think yeah. it's funny when he seen, feels he the need to... He distills two very different characters and two very <laughs> different means of storytelling into saying it's the same thing. Yeah. And then and then it's trying not, to and then trying to black and white thing. it. Saying, yeah, but at least AEW's matches are exciting, not boring WWE. <laughs> Roman Reigns is a is is a riveting character. He is, and he's a hell of a storyteller. Yeah. And I want to see how his matches play out. Yeah, same. Even though I know he's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so wrestlingnews.co. Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying because after reading the wrestlingnews.co bit, um, it's it's a tried and true formula. You build up someone as a heel. They're really good at their job as a heel if you book it right, and they're really good. Fans uh, appreciate their work. You have them do cool stuff, fans will start to cheer, and they just naturally, organically progress that till right as they're about their peak, you turn the face. They let, did it with Stone Cold. Let me ask did you it this. with the New Day. Yeah. I could probably come up with 10 other examples. Oh, God, yeah. There's a million of them. Um, Rock. Let me, let me ask you, you know. this. Would you prefer, because it always it is it is always cool when they're able to execute that, and then you, you're into the, 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 the character even more. With Kenny Omega, I feel like... Don't you use him as bad as he is? Get him to be the nastiest heel possible to help Hangman. I mean, I don't know. At this point, I know you and I are just fantasy booking because we feel like it's an, an inevitability. But I kind of feel like it, it. It really like Hangman is your dude. You know, like you need Kenny to be at his most vile for Hangman finally to get that win over him, right? You would think so. You would think so. 
You would think so. And then I don't know if the idea that he has in his mind is that after that, like we're going to have some sort of sympathy for Kenny or he's going to have a, you know, an epiphany that, you know, he's been on the wrong track the whole time and he needs to reform himself. I don't know. I don't know. Being like Kenny's in his late thirties, just recently Melster's talking about how beat up he is, mm-hmm. you know, and let's say Kenny can't still put on great matches. He can, but you know, this seems like a run where they're going to have him build and build and build and build. He'll get dethroned. And whoever is the one to dethrone him, it's a huge moment for that person. Yeah, sure. Seems like it's going to be Paige. Yeah. That would make all the sense in the world. Yeah, of course. And then Kenny, you would think, maybe the idea is this. He's on this this huge heel run. He takes that L to Paige. He drops all the titles. He disappears for three, four, five months, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You know, heals up. Let his body heal. And then when someone's gone for a while, they come back, what happens? Huge pop. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's how they're going to turn a baby face. I don't know. But I mean, like, I, I feel like there's two different tracks here. Roman Reigns is a guy who, yes, WB is building their company around. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, especially in WB, it's a tried and true thing. Mm-hmm. You get someone over as a face, they're really good. Fans start to enjoy their heel work. You can turn a face and they're huge. Yeah. AEW, I just don't know if Kenny is going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, say MJF. M- if they said MJF was, was in, in Roman Reigns, they're running kind of parallel. That I would believe. Because mm-hmm. MJF is, is is I feel like there's just more career ahead of MJF than behind him. And sure, Kenny, yeah. keep on hearing how beat up he is. Yeah. And I'm sure he has years left in his career. But he's wrestled a really physical style for a long time. Mm-hmm. You see some of the stuff he was doing in DDT Pro. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not surprised he's beat up. Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah. So I didn't mean I'm, I'm sure Kenny can at whatever schedule he wants to wrestle for a good number of years at a really high level. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, I, I, I just the parallels between Roman and Kenny in this instance, I just don't see a lot of. Yeah, I I don't I I, I totally understand your point. I, the idea of him dropping it to Page and then taking months off, and no matter what, when somebody comes back, they get that huge. That huge yeah. baby face pop. You're totally right about that. I think that's probably the way they'd go. But I mean, I don't know. I, I could I could also see. I mean, if Kenny Omega, if he if he is really beat up, uh, I mean, maybe he just needs some time off to to heal up, and then he can be. That's you know, entirely possible. You know, but I mean, uh, he's, you know, even before he was champ, you know, he, they were talking about he had a a bump shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. I just yeah. I mean, in, in terms of, of their, in terms of, of where they, the, those two respective wrestlers, Roman and Kenny, are in terms of the long term future of those companies, I just feel like they're there's two different places. I think MJF is a more accurate analogy to Roman Reigns and AEW than Kenny is right now. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, I could, I could see it either way. Let me ask you this: uh, fantasy book this, mm-hmm. with The Rock seemingly being on being on the horizon for Roman Reigns yeah. and the rock clearly is going to be the guy that people are cheering the crap out of. Although I mean, people... the point, the timeline of all this, I'm not sure. Cause if they like, if, if it's rock Roman at mania 38, okay. He beats rock as heel. And then from that point on, you can slowly start going down the baby face. What's the turn but... though? What's I mean, what's the, when he's ba- I mean, basically at that point, oh. You know what it is? It's Brock. You, you bring Brock? Brock in, and you know uh, Roman and 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 Heyman have been a thing for a year and a half or so. Brock comes in. You don't know how that's going to mess with the, the 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 alliance between 
Roman and Heyman. I don't know if you have Heyman turn on Roman or what. Mm-hmm. But you bring you bring Brock in to serve as a catalyst for that. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what I'm. I mean, I don't know if they want to go back to uh, Roman Brock with the uh, baby face Roman, considering how poorly that fared the last time. But well, this is a much different Roman Reigns. Let's do this then. Let's here here. I'll I'll throw another challenge at you. Take All Brock right. out of the equation because you can't rely on him. Somebody in the company now. Carrying Cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoever that he's going to get to the point where whoever he faces, he's going to be the guy booed. He's the, he's going to be the new Sheamus. Yeah, from uh, um, twenty. The only other name I could think of maybe is Seth Rollins, mm. given their history. Yeah, it could be Seth. It could be. It could be. Seth is so fun these days, though. I know. People might be cheering him too. It's going to be really interesting when fans come back. It's going to be very interesting. People it people people like entertaining. They, they like being entertained. They like wrestlers who are entertaining. That's oh, why Steve, how could, how could we miss Cody as top baby face for AEW? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cody probably read this and like, wait, what? I'm, my name is not being mentioned here. How, why, why am I not the top baby face? Didn't they didn't they see my promo about America? It's yeah. great. I mean, I don't mean my my, my talk earlier about I'm not, I'm not I wasn't trying to imply that Kenny is washed up, but <laughs> I'm not. He's putting on great matches. I thought his match against Moose, we'll get to that in a little bit, was really good because it was different than his usual matches. I thought it was really good. If if yeah, um, if I, I would see where you're going if MJF because MJF is so young. He is. I know that's so the young. only. Yeah, that's the only thing. Well, Roman, yeah. what, Roman's in his early 30s. He's not or mid 30s. What is he? He's got to be at least 36, 35 by now, right? Oh, I don't know. So Jeez. I guess he's not that much younger than Kenny. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was thinking too. But I understand what you're saying. Like Roman, I would think has, you know, more time left on his. He's got he's got a, a much emptier bump card than uh, than Kenny, Kenny Omega. Would, yes. Listen to me, using especially mark, in terms mark of like terms. crazy bumps. Yeah, crazy bumps. So I'm not trying to say Kenny's washed up or he's got like two years left. I think Kenny can be a massive foundational piece for AEW. I just don't like the analogy here that Meltzer's throwing. Oh out. yeah, he's only a year younger than Kenny. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Kenny's been okay. going at it a lot longer, and he's been in matches yeah. that are like absolutely way. I I totally get your point. Like I feel like he's probably the much more beat up. Or, dude, watch any of his ma- any of the four Okada matches, you know, and you could I could totally see what you're saying. See him come out on the uh, Kenny come out of the Impact after his match against Rich Swan, <laughs> where he was limping around. I felt so bad for him. Yeah, dude, he, he was like limping shit. around. He looked like oh, shit. he really did. So I mean, I want Kenny to be wrestling for a long time. But maybe it's a, maybe it's as simple as yeah, and what we saw in this Moose match was a uh, 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 foreshadowing a bit. Maybe he'll have to change his style up a bit. It was a slow style. Yeah, it was that was a slow was ass match. More map based. Yeah, it was. Anyways, we can dive right into this. I like yeah. Kenny a lot. Uh, against a lot recap. <laughs> um, fun show. A really confusing, oh, beguiling, is, confusing. This is, this is a good question. Andy Jocelyn says, "How old is Lenny Omega?" Forty-seven. <laughs> Um, I would have gone 27. He looked so young in those pictures that Triple H puts up of him. Yeah, no, but here's the thing. It's either, either he's 27 or 47. Yeah, it's not, not in between, yeah. So uh, against the odds. <laughs> Jonathan. Against, <laughs> against the odds, fun show, except for that X Division match. I'm not sure what the heck that was all about. I mean, I understand what the goal was. They want some sort of ultimate X, King of the Mountain type multi-person match for the X Division belt at Slammiversary. I get that. Just give me, find a way to get there that's not utterly confusing. Where you have a five-person match, which by its definition is no DQ, and you have essentially a DQ finish. Yeah. 
and this is outside of that potentially cost me predictions. These, Just as a wrestling fan, I'm watching this. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. As a wrestling fan, as a, and as somebody who got screwed out of predictions, screwed. You sh- you should quit Impact. I hope you don't. But I'd be furious. And that was imagine being in that match. All them dudes busting their asses. They were doing all sorts of crazy shit. It's a fun match. And then that ref, no contest. What? What are you talking about? That was terrible. That was was terrible. terrible. But it's an Impact Plus pay-per-view, so it's basically glorified television. It's basically Impact in your house. It is. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, man. Yeah, that I did not see that one. I mean, I, I sort of, again, like I said, if I had followed my own logic... All these competitors are going to be at Slammiversary. They were yeah. never going to do a non-title match with all these guys. So what's the logical conclusion? This match wouldn't have a real finish. Or they'd find a way through the finish of this match to justify a multi-person X-Division title match at Slammiversary. You could still have a winner. This could have went the same exact way where Madman Fulton comes in and lays everybody else except Ace Austin, their friends. He didn't attack his friend. Um, and then put Ace Austin over, I think, Rohit and was it Miguel? Trey Miguel, maybe, for Sounds the pin. Right. The yeah, rest like, yeah. no, I'm not counting this because you beat up everybody. Um, they could have had that same finish. Everybody else in the match, save for Ace Austin, goes and complains mm-hmm. to uh, Scott Demore. Yeah. He seems to be a receptive guy. Yeah, he's not he afraid to change things up. Yeah, that's a good point. You'd be like, okay, I see your all's point. How about this? We'll make everybody happy. We'll have this king of the mountain match i don't know if there's an order of entrance or what i don't know where asos because he won this maybe he's last one in mm-hmm. but you know everybody can get their get a crack at the x division title slam anniversary they can all get their shit in and that way it would just make like the finish of the match would actually make sense it'd be a ton of heat on ace austin now there's like nobody's got heat the rest got heat <laughs> you want rest with heat impact has heat now with you yeah that would that was some that was bogus stuff otherwise it was it was a fun pay-per-view impact's always fun um, but yeah, that was kind of silly. It was it was a short pay per view too, because again, it was Impact Plus, so it's not really that. Yeah, it was breezy. Deal. It was breezy. Uh, we had uh, Sammy Callahan and Tommy Dreamer uh, defeat the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson, eating pins in WWE, eating pins in New Japan, eating pins here in or Impact like Carl. Wrestling. A lot of L's in the end of his first name because he takes a lot of losses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl, yeah. Carl. Carl Anderson. Laurel. At least it took a couple of shots from a baseball bat. Yeah, that's true. This, this seemed everybody was sort of like there. This was not. Yeah, it wasn't much of a street fight other than the magic killer through the table that the Good Brothers did on on Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, yeah, Tommy got killed there. Um, after that, uh, Joe Doran confused Cowboy got the win over Kojima. Mm-hmm. Fun match. It's really fun match. Yeah, this, hard hitting. This was a really fun match. That spinning power bomb was killer, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that uh, Doring didn't win with the fun splash, but after seeing the spinning power bomb, I get it. Uh, after that, the aforementioned uh, number one contender X division match so it was uh, Maple Leaf Muscle, Petey Williams, Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Rohit Raju, and Chris Bay. Ref called a no Chris contest. Madman Fulton. After all, all the other guys beat him up on Impact TV on Thursday comes and gets his pound of flesh, beats them all up, yeah. tries to get a, the win for his friend, mm-hmm. Ace Austin. The ref calls it off. That's bogus. Absolutely yeah, He should have just thrown him from the match and then kept it going. I know. Something. 
then we had W. Morrissey uh, defeated Rich Son after a powerbomb. And, yes, I took the W out of his last name because he has not been getting any W's lately. But that W and Morrissey is apropos because that's all he's going to be doing Morrissey. And it's Slammiversary. I'm going to take on. Who do you think is going to take on a Slammiversary? Is it going to be Rich Swan and Illy Mac? Is he going to stack them? He's going to stack them and steal their W's out of their names. Next we had Tennille Dashwood defeat Jordan Grace. Via roll up, never bet against Neil Dashwood. Never, not anymore. Never, not anymore. Uh, Fire and Flava successfully defended knockouts tag titles, defeating Kimberly and Susan. Tasha Steele's got the pin on Susan after a frog splash. Susan's gonna turn uh, before Slam Anniversary. She's gonna yeah, she turn was, into whatever she's gonna do. Yeah, might be might see Sue Young again. Yeah, right. Uh, Violent by Design defeated Crazy Steve and Black Taurus. I like the story of this was Eric Young. Uh, getting up in, in, in on Diener, you know, this is where you got to prove your bona fides. Are mm-hmm. you going to be part of Violent by Design and earn your spot here? Or are you going to lose these tag titles because Confused Cowboy has got to deal with Kojima tonight? Mm-hmm. He stepped up. He got the win on Crazy Steve, yeah. the pin on Crazy Steve after DDT. Yeah, they're, they're, they're his, uh, or he's their young boy. No longer. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, and then we had in the uh, uh, all confidence points of the night match, uh, Deanna Prazo defeated Rosemary after a great looking pile driver. Yeah. Yeah. And then the main event, Kenny Omega defeated Moose. Uh, rough bump, uh, stereo super kicks from the Young Bucks, BTE trigger, and they helped uh, Kenny get Moose up for a one winged angel. Uh, afterwards, uh, Sammy Callahan shows up teleports from Nashville to Jacksonville or got on a plane that only took, I don't know how long the flight is from Nashville to Jacksonville, but it's been a two hours. He went from one city to another. Yeah. He took the, uh, what were those supersonic jets called? Concord. Concord. He took the Concord. Those are out of commission now, aren't they? Yeah. They don't, they haven't used those in forever. Yeah. What's up with I mean, that? They get you across the Atlantic in two hours. I don't know why they don't use them. Things are supposed to be faster, not slower. I think they're starting to do that again though, aren't they? They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're like making, a new line of like super fast jets. Sounds about right. So a fun show, just that X Division match was a little weird. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, There's a Dynamite on Friday. We can do a quick recap of that. Opening bout, Christian Cage defeated Angelico via kill switch. It was a really fun match. Yeah, it's good. I stuff. think you'd really like it, Steve. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Sort of skippable. Anyways, what's not skippable? Cody Rhodes 
announced the newest member of the Nightmare family. He's expanding the Nightmare family because he's running out of people to beat. And this is a shock, a shock, Larson. AEW announced the debut of Brock Anderson. Oh, Anderson. All right. So I think he's going to team with Cody against Aaron Solo and Camarado or something. Um, But then QT Marshall comes out and challenges Cody to a strap match on July 7th when AEW's in Miami. Um, okay, hold on a second. Didn't Cody already beat QT Marshall? Oh, but then, but then a go-go punched Cody during that tag match. And then QT got the pin on Cody there. So he just did that so that he could then lose to Cody in the strap match. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, that makes sense. thousand percent. (laughs) All confidence Um, points on Cody. This match was tons of fun. Six-man tag match. Uh, Eddie Kingston, Pac, and Penta got the win over the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. Uh, Eddie hits Cutler with the back fist. Pack covers to get the W. A lot of great story between Eddie and Pack here. Colors. This match was went all over the place. It was tons of fun. Cutler's my new favorite thing, man. He's great. He knows how to. He he's a really fun guy to watch bump. That like guy. Some of the the yeah. bumps he took yeah. were hilarious. He's a, he knows like physical comedy in in wrestling really well. He really does. Yeah, he's he's really playing it up. All the all the super elite guys are having a blast with their characters. Mm-hmm. It's great. Like Nick Nick especially is having so much fun. Cutler's having a lot of fun. It's great stuff. Uh, after that, we had a promo from Le Pinnacle, and then uh, the Inner Circle show up on the Tron, and they destroy Pinnacle's limo. And I knew this wasn't a rental because it had the Pinnacle's logo, a decal on the hood. A giant sticker, yeah, on the so hood. So I knew this was actually theirs. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they like they destroy- it wasn't just like a, a, a Bad Bunny's Bugatti that had spray paint on it, some very carefully painted, you know, graffiti. Probably most likely water based. Yeah. Paint so it could be washed right off. This, the, they took a forklift this thing. Hager got in a forklift and destroyed this some bitch. That was pretty brutal. Um, hopefully, this is like maybe a limo that was going to be, you know, maybe they got it for cheap. The end a bad transmission. You know, some some black mold on the inside. Maybe maybe, maybe it had to gut it on the inside. It was used for know. orgies back in the eighties, perhaps. You know, wow. limo, limo or it's like the Boogie Nights limo. You know, it's not some mm. hole in the wall, pal. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I know that scene, Steve. <laughs> Where do you go to school? Can I not say I go to CSUN? <laughs> hey, you're not the only one. Uh, let's see here. Miro defeated Evil Uno. Uh, although I like that you have here written in the notes, evil Uso. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With the game over, maybe there was a, an Uso segment going on at the same time. Maybe. Uh, Miro maybe, defeated yeah. evil Uso with a game over. Uh, but this was a wildly was a fun, match, fun match. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. just like a squash match like we thought it was going to be. You know, the Dark Order came out to sort of, you know, root on evil Uso. And, uh, and yeah, but still, in the end, you know, Miro. It's Miro. Come on. Yeah. I want to thank. Miro's great. I want to thank God. No, I want for my power. What did he say? I want to thank power. God for my power. I want to thank my wife for being hot. <laughs> thank my good. wife for being hot. He's so damn good. Uh, we had Kenny and Don Callis come out for a promo. Uh, leads to Jungle Boy coming out. Uh, he attacks him. Young Bucks come out to make the save. 
Uh, Lance Archer defeated Chandler Hopkins with a blackout, and the match lasted just about as long as it me to say those as long as it took me to say those results. Yeah, but that Chandler dude, you know, this wasn't just a one move match. That guy, he bumped a couple times for a couple of big ass moves. This was this was nasty. This was an ass whooping. Yeah. Uh, Nyla Rose defeated Layla Hirsch with the second rope beast bomb. Another really fun match. This yeah, is really Layla good. Hirsch is great. She's so she awesome. Is. And the main event, Hangman Page and 10 defeated Powerhouse Hobbs and Brian Cage. Uh, Page hit Hobbs with a buckshot lariat. 10 got the pin. Uh, Ricky Starks what, slapped Brian Cage and, and Cage chased him backstage. Yeah, this was really fun stuff because they tried to do the thing again where Starks throws the title in and Cage is like, I don't want this thing. I don't need this thing. And Stark starts yelling at him. He slaps him and then Cage like runs him off and Starks is like pointing at his neck like, no, don't hurt me. I'm, I got my neck thing going on. It was it was it was so much fun. Um, yeah. And then this week, once again, Dynamite's on a Friday and then next week it's on a Saturday. And, and then, then July, it's back to its Wednesday night spot. And I think that's when it July starts 7. going uh, live, right? Or I'm sorry, uh, on the road, right? On the road. Yep. Yeah, that's exciting. And live. They're going to do like, is it all, aren't the, like, the first batch of them like, all themed or something? There was like one that yeah. said like Road Rage or something like that? Yeah, that's the one in Miami mm-hmm. on the 7th, and then two weeks of Fighter Fest, and then the last one in July is going to be uh, Fight for the Fall. That's cool. Right on. Maybe we'll put the title up for Fight for the Fall, depending on what feels like like the the biggest yeah, yeah, fight yeah, for yeah. the falling given that it's a one week thing maybe that'll be the we'll see we'll see how the cards yeah we'll see how out. they stack them out yeah because fight for the uh, phone would you wait what what day is fight for the phone it's the last wednesday okay in July. okay because i was trying to think great american bash is on the seventh i think or the sixth or seventh it's on the sixth it's the day before the uh the first one okay. the first uh so seventh is one from miami and then 14th and 21st are fighter fest and both those shows are from texas the 28th i don't remember where that's from but uh that's uh that's a fight for the fall. Okay. All right. Let's talk Rod Knight. Three segments announced. We got Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. If they let that should go really 25 20 minutes. Boy, that would be, be a great good one, yeah. New Day versus RK Bro. That's good. That'll be good. And then Eva Marie returns to. She will be on the thumbnail though. Probably, most likely. You know, get them views up. Anyway, answer some questions. Yeah, let's answer some questions. We got a thread up here on our Twitter account uh, at Real Going In Raw is our Twitter handle. Maggie asks, "Are there any wrestling themes you like to listen to when working out?" So lately, um, I will listen to podcasts. But there was a period of time when I had Aleister Black's original theme, Asuka's theme, and the Undisputed Era's theme all on a playlist that I would listen to while lifting weights. The exact same three songs. (laughs) They're all bangers, and they're so motivational to to throw some weight around, man. Yeah, start tossing some weight. Exactly. Uh, Juan Guerrero Jr., Mr. Triple Mania, after Will Ospreay vacated the IWGP world title and with Japan still not allowing full capacity in arenas. In hindsight, do you think it might have been the perfect time to finally crown Tomohiro Ishii or Minoru Suzuki as champion? It wouldn't have hurt to give them their due. 
Um, I could see that point. I mean, if if you want to put the belt on Shingo, imagine doing that in front of a crowd. But if you don't know when that's going to happen, yeah. Um, I mean, Shingo's had a hell of a run in New Japan since he's come back, uh, come uh, to the company. Yeah, he's like a best belt machine. He's, yeah, he's been put on awesome match after awesome match. As huge of a Minoru Suzuki fan as I am, and as much I'd love to see him win the top title in New Japan, after all that you know, everything he's accomplished in his career, I can't fault New Japan for putting that belt on Takagi. He's had he's had a hell of a run. Yeah, Ishii. I mean, I under I understand the point. I still don't know a hundred percent where I even fall on that philosophy. On hey, you know, it's sort of a downtime. Nobody's really the, 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 you're not going to get a big reaction. Do should companies wait for fans to come back for big moments like you know Shingo, who's obviously a building block, you know, a major foundational piece for the future. Um, you know, is it? Would you want to wait till it's like a, a full crowd? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, I, I don't think anybody would have complained if uh, if this was the moment when they put it on Ishii. Because um, that dude, he should probably at some point be a world champion. He's true. And I also, you know, given how long Ishii's been with New Japan, mm-hmm. that even might be a moment that would actually be preferable in front of a full house as opposed to a half to empty yeah, build, maybe. Half to building, you know? Maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have complained with either of those situations, and I sure didn't complain no. when it, with uh, with Shingo. So nope. um, I don't know if if the capacity or not really matters much, but uh, but yeah, I, I see the point. Uh, Rick Sparks, hey friendos, uh, how would you book the New Japan U.S. title from now until Wrestle Kingdom? Does Mox still have that? Mox still has it. Yeah, yeah, he still has it. He defended against Kojima kind of recently. Um, well, it's Yuji Nagata. Sorry, Yuji Nagata. Yes, correct. When he debuted his Wild Thing entrance, uh, um, maybe he'll have a few more defenses on Dynamite on Strong. I say you do this, have, man. Have Minoru Suzuki take it off him at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, or Yano. How about this? You have who's the, the the strong? Isn't Lawler the strong champion right now? I think so. How about you have Lawler start calling him out? You know, maybe maybe you get something started at like a blood sport or something. You know, like both those dudes have done blood sport, right? Well, yeah. Mox obviously has, but Lawler did. A, a yeah, bunch Lawler of, has yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. You start. You have him start circling around, and then you do like a unification thing at Wrestle Kingdom, where somehow maybe Lawler maybe with some shenanigans. With some of the strong, the, the the New Japan strong all stars, they're there, and they you help have, Lawler. Uh, you have Shooter, yeah, betray Mox, yes, and Lawler ends up with the U.S. title, um, and uh, and they sort of unify the strong title and the U.S. title, and they just defend the the. the that's what it should have been in the first place. Strong is their U.S. territory. Have the U.S. title be the world title of of, of strong. Yeah, and then have it defended at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, Rob Observer, considering the rumors of Samoa Joe returning to NXT, perhaps as muscle for Regal, are there any viable alternatives to Joe to fit this role instead that are currently on the free market? Nothing against the idea of Enforcer Joe, but I think AOP could be a better option. I mean, uh, the, I think the, the strength of having Joe in that role is not just that he's intimidating physically. On the mic, he's unmatched. You know, he can, yeah. You know, in terms of, of, of gravitas on the mic, in terms of getting people in line, 
there's very few people, very few people in the pro wrestling industry that can do that as well as Joe King. Yeah, it's he's kind of. And the, I think that's yeah. even more valuable than being physically imposing. Yeah, for this particular role, because I don't think there's gonna be a ton of physicality involved. Yeah, yeah, I I, t- I tend not disagree on anything that Rob Zerber says, but in this case, AOP are decent to like. The, I like their little segments where they would talk in like their own language. I thought they mm-hmm. were really cool doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Joe going around to. The only way I could think of AOP as being better than Joe is that Joe might be too intimidating. You know, he might. But then there's so many good talkers in NXT. I mean, across the board, they're all good talkers, so they can all verbally hold their own against Samoa Joe. But you just love to see it. You know, it's just, man, I can't wait for this verbal confrontation between the way and Joe. Cole and Joe. Adam Cole, yeah. Or even Cross, you know. Cross, say what you will. He's a great talker. He's a good talker. Uh, Dalen Dula, today you received a letter in the mail stating that you've been chosen for an exclusive focus group. Nice. And you'll be trying out slides at a brand new water park. Oof. Hopefully it's not Action Park. Yeah, um, right. We, we watched that documentary after uh, Lacey was talking about. That's uh, That was an interesting place. Nuts. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Only in the 80s. Only in the 80s, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they will allow you to bring along one pro wrestler. Who do you ask to join you for a fun day of fun water slide adventures? Smooth Otis. Oh, yeah. More aerodynamic now. Cannonball. Oh, yeah. We've seen him play uh, or, you know, enjoy some time at the pool. He likes the water sports, yeah. Um, I'm going to say Ray Mysterio when he does that sliding splash out of the ring to the floor. <laughs> That's good, yeah. He I might like enjoy that. himself some water slides. Yeah, I like just that. based on that. See, uh, uh, I mean, Moore. we've seen a Dom fly recently. Wouldn't mind seeing. Yeah, <laughs> Ter- terrifying. You like that one at Action Park where you go down the slide and then it lets you out like ten feet above the water. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that shit. That was nuts. That was nuts. That was nuts. <laughs> White Brownie says, "I want Joe to call Cross a sorry excuse of a champion." God damn! If they let Joe run him down the way they've been running down Cross <laughs> lately. Oh, it's going to talk about cry cry, face. cross is going to have cry, cry face. face. He might actually cry. He might actually cry. <clears throat> Greg Morris, if the next three AEW champs are Paige, mm-hmm. MJF, and Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Who are the next three NXT champs? Reed. Uh-huh. And maybe two people who aren't even signed to the company. That could be. Or haven't debuted yet. I'm gonna say I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to do this. So I'll, I'll, say, say, I'll Reed, say Reed, Dunn, Swerve. Oh, Swerve. Oh, Swerve is good. Swerve and then Samoa Joe. Okay. Or no, uh, it's gonna be one. no. It's you know it's gonna be it's me. Reed, Swerve, Grimes. Oh yeah, it could be. Could be. Flint. I feel like Cameron Grimes needs a big win here. Like he's had good performances at takeovers, but has yet to really win a big one. So do you guys think this, or am I just overthinking? He will. I'm guessing it's going to be a situation where the latter match was a loss to set an even larger win in the future. It's okay. obvious they have high hopes for this guy. Yeah. They really like this character he's, he's settled into. So I don't see this as an instance. I think we talked about last night where they have someone who's really hot and they drop the ball because they don't see a future in it. And I think this is them thinking, okay, a loss here leads to a greater win in the future. So, um, so that's the route I think they're going. I, I was, going. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised 
that how many people were saying, man, I really, I think Cameron Grimes really should have won. Like people love him. People yeah, love no. him, but I totally see what they're doing. Like it's, you know, yeah, I think this is going to lead to a bigger thing. He's fantastic. Uh, Gareth says Effie's knocked it out of the park this summer, especially coming out of fear the gay agenda this past weekend. Do you see that spot he did? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Where what he got spot? put through like, I think a pane of glass or something like that. Oh gosh. It was crazy. Yeesh. That was lit on fire. I believe that was him. Uh, if he ended up making an appearance with a larger company, where could you see him impact or dynamite? I'd like to see him in, I'd love to see him in AEW. As long as they didn't debut him as like you know a, a elevation all star or something, like I'm sorry, like Zicky Dice had a you know he had his debut on like Dark or whatever. That's kind of not how you debut Zicky Dice. Like give him all the stuff that that dude has been doing, like on his own social media, on his Instagram, on Twitch, Twitch streams. This guy is creatively one of the best things in indie wrestling right now. You don't have him come out and immediately, like, he's just, I don't know. He's doing too many cool things. He's too creative. You you, you debut one of these guys you keep on putting on dark. You debut him with, like, a cool vignette and a video package and cool shit. (laughs) Not eating, you know, a a nasty squash to Lance Archer. I love Lance Archer, but there's plenty of other people who don't have the profile that I feel like Zicky Dice has. Uh, Joe Juarez says Effie stated that he'll never work in NWA, so either AEW or Impact. I, th- I think Effie would be great in AEW or, or Impact. So too. Or Impact, you yeah. know? Yeah. Either one. Totally. Assuming that's, that's you know, the 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 the, the, uh, the direction Effie wants to take, you know, mm-hmm. the career. Yeah. You know? Uh, Nick, after last night's events, and chances are shots so he'll probably be next for Raquel. If ready, should Tegan Knox team up with EO to go up against Candice and Indy? Tegan Knox team up with Indy. Oh, EO. I mean, remember it was Candice who took out Tegan. I mean, it could be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. It's been a little while, huh? Hopefully she's... Uh, I don't know how soon, I don't know how soon Tegan is coming back. No idea. You know, she, she injured her knee again, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Hugh Long Heavy, if the new rumor... Is correct, and Samoa Joe is the new Ooh. NXT GM. Is this the best place for him, or would he be better uh, somewhere else? The best place for Joe is what Joe thinks is the best place for him. As a fan, I, I like to. I think he could b- best be used in NXT in in a non wrestling role. Uh, Huo, no, I'm sorry, Eric Kalunga. Uh, hello, friendo. Since the recent releases were spearheaded by Nick Khan, might have a negative relationship on his. Re- might have a negative effect on his relationship with Triple H. Since, according to WrestleTalk, he was not happy about them, or is this more of the left hand not know what the right hand is doing? Um, I don't know. Like, we are not privy to the, you know, the, yeah. the inside uh, politics, uh, you know, and business dealings under the WWE umbrella. Um, if, if the idea is Triple H was not happy about them releasing Samoa Joe, if that is true... If there is truth to that, then yeah, you'd think that he's not privy to stuff and he's like, man, what is what they're talking You know, I don't know. With with reports that like, you know, they're looking at the performance center for the recruits and saying, oh, hey, who can we bring up? If you look at the people they've kept, 
like Jackson Riker. I'm sorry, even a guy like Elias, who just is doing nothing. Like he 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 brings nothing. The way they have booked him, he's a talented guy. But yes. it's like, really, you get rid of Alistair Black. You can't figure out Alistair Black, but you're keeping Jackson Riker and Elias. I know. Like, really, know. they're taking up screen time, but you get rid of Alistair Black, one of the most unique figures that that's come along in wrestling. Yeah, there. Yeah, that's it's weird. It's some of their moves are just absolutely bizarre. Bizarre. I know. I know. Really is. Really is. Uh, Anthony Tobias is Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage, the surprise feud of the summer. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, this is definitely one of those things that it's like, okay, yeah, didn't, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm just trying to do something with Samoa Joe possibly coming back. Rumors that Aleister Black being released was not well liked by a few higher-ups. Could it be that the main objective was to get rid of Braun due to the money they were paying him? If that was their main objective and kind of the end game for all these releases, and they could have just released Braun and not the other people. Yeah, I don't... It's 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 hard to tell, man. We don't we're not really privy to that that yeah, kind of exactly. stuff, you know. Jason Lewis, you both purchased Roman Reigns cameo for each other. Who or what do you ask the tribal chief demand the other to acknowledge? Um, Steve, you got to acknowledge this as part of Ultimo. Oh, that's good. That's I thought you were going to say something like acknowledge picking up doggy doo doo across the board is a proper thing to do or something like that. That's wasted breath for the head of the table. Cause you never right. acknowledge that. <laughs> oh man. I know, I know I, when to pick my battles. I That's don't know uh, what I'd have him uh, make you acknowledge. I mean, you know, I, I keep on winning all these predictions, so you have no choice, but to acknowledge that I am predictions. Look at that. Can, can you see him back there? Kind of a little bit. I see. I just see shiny stuff. Right there, like right there is a shiny Right there is impact. It's back there. You say so. I just uh, see shiny. Man, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh wow, that's a good one. Oh, somebody just deleted it though. <laughs> what is this one? Oh wow, Mr. Dope, stop! Don't, don't delete that. <laughs> oh My no. Steve acknowledged Christian as a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's that's even le- that's less going to happen than me picking up doggy doo doo. Um, no, Jonathan says, uh, yeah, Larson acknowledge, uh, <laughs> pre-com, yeah, why do we have to keep going back to that? That's such an old school. I joke. have acknowledged it. So it's a fact of life. It's a biological necessity. Like the Mr. Dope, Mr. Dope put his foot down on that one. <laughs> uh, Adrian C. Steve needs to acknowledge big red was never stolen. I've acknowledged that. I've acknowledged yeah, that. You acknowledge I totally, it. yeah. He fessed up to his crime. That's out there somewhere. That, yeah, that little piece that was in a video. video. That was in a video. It was in a review we did. Acknowledge Mothman. We both acknowledge Mothman. I guess, yeah, you do need to acknowledge that Mothman could be real. No, Mothman's not real. But the tribal chief says you have to acknowledge that, Lars. Lars. Well, sorry to disappoint you. I'm oh, pull a, a, a yeah. Jimmy Uso here and this is good. Chew, Chew World Order says Larson acknowledges the new rumor voice is in fact funny. Nope, this is that's as likely as Steve picking up dog shit. All you the guys time. know us better than we know ourselves. Jonathan says, "Acknowledge that Hilton and Luchando are the same person." I mean, that's just factually not true, so I don't know. I need to acknowledge. <laughs> oh man, a couple more questions here. Uh, the Jostler, Andrew Jocelyn, says, "Power Rank Three Dream opponents for Quizzlemania." Good brothers. Good brothers. Yeah. 
Iconics. We need we oh god, that'd be so funny. That'd be so good. And Best Friends. <gasps> great choices. Can't can't top those. Those are great. Uh let's see here. With Lord Ziffer. With real rumors that Balor is headed back to Raw or SmackDown soon. What would you like to see him do at SummerSlam, and what do you think he'll do at SummerSlam? I don't think he's going back. I don't think he's going there. I mean, the the, the, la- the last time we heard any rumor, it was like, well, Raw really wants him, but NXT really wants him, but there's no plans for anybody to do anything with him. Exactly. Which sounds sounds totally like it probably like that's, that's the way. Yeah, that's how it's going to go. But that being said, anybody that's in NXT right now, he's the most likely to get called up. I can totally agree with that, yeah. Maybe they'll do uh, uh, Finn Lashley at SummerSlam. But no, I'd actually rather see Kofi Lashley at SummerSlam. Uh, What's going on over there? Finn, oh, I was looking for my bowling ring, but it's down there. It fell out of the thing. I had it on here for the longest time, then it fell out. It's over there on the floor. Oh. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a good quote. We'll end on this one. All right. Uh, from Rasslin Graham. If the new rumor about Vince McMahon selling WE is true, how would you book their last show? Let's say he sells it and they fold the company. <laughs> Depends who they sell it to. They sell it to Disney. Yeah. And then you get you get the full cast of Disney characters out there on the last oh, Raw. Wow. You get Mickey, Goofy. Yeah. It's just over the top and lousy. Hey Roman, acknowledge me. I'm the tribal chief now. Yeah. Oh. Mickey, you're embarrassing my family. And then, oh, Tombstone. Gang. Someone pushes Goofy off the top of the trunk. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a good Donald Duck? I used to when I was a kid. Can't no, do I it. can't at all. No. I can just do the, the, the Goofy scream when he falls. That's all I can do. I used to be able to do a Donald Duck. Anyways. <laughs> Dex Gunn says Tony Khan comes out saying, I bought my competition. Nine days. We're going to close escrow on WWE nine days from tonight. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to do. Yeah, Mandalorian shows up <laughs> on the oh. last Raw. <laughs> turns around and says, we're going to Disney Plus. This is the way. Some idiot. Yeah, some idiot in Iron Man uh, costume shows up. Oh, man. Anyways. That's going to do it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.